This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything's fine. This is the Good Place Podcast. Late night edition. Uh, brought to you by oh, Nerdy so Things. Don't start yawning. Oh, man. <laughs> brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Nerdy Boys. Nerdy, the Nerdy Boys. <laughs> yeah, we are. How, how far Hans. do we go until we have to restart? Derek, it? we'll figure it out. Derek is controlling me. Um, Derek. <laughs> That's very I'm, not Derek. <laughs> everything is Derek. I, I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello, hello. guys. And this is everything is fine. And it's 11 o'clock and this is a PM where we are, not where Jules is. And this is a podcast dedicated to the hit. It's still 10. And chances are not for the listener either. Yeah, this isn't late for them. We've been working all day. All right, listen, this is dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. They do an episode. We do an episode. That's how this works. Season four, episode five, coming at you strong as we can. yeah, if this is your first episode listening, I don't know why you started off here. Go yeah, to the weird. beginning, but weird you know, move. I'm sorry. They, we know they know the deal. They know, but we, we but know what we're here for. If you stick with us for a few minutes, it'll probably get better, and then you're gonna want to go to the Facebook page. <laughs> it can't do yeah. anything but get better. <laughs> <laughs> and search everything is fine. That's where you'll find us and the Maximum Derricks, who have lively discussion every week about what happened on last week's episode and what might happen on next week's episode and tangential topics like Ted Danson getting arrested in D.C. for being a wonderful human. And you can go to all other forms of social media and search uh, Nerdy Things Pod, and we will be there, and www.nerdythingspod.com. But we start out every episode with a call back to last week. So, guys, I have a very important question to you. Yes. If you were actually a demon. I am. What would you look like? Would you be a 6,000-foot-tall fire squid with teeth everywhere and lots of juice? I'm going to say no on the juice. I'm going to pass on the juice. That's one thing that I really don't like for myself. <laughs> so no juice here. But, you know, I, I really love giraffes, man. I picture myself as, as a 30-story a giraffe with 20 eyes, give or take 20 eyes. Um, Little ears. Keep the little ears. Um, I don't, I'm not too sure how many, how many legs I want, but just a giraffe, just a general giraffe, no juices, big fire giraffe, dark wings, maybe. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. I feel like (laughs) I'd just look like a clear Lego piece and like, (laughs) I'd get stepped on. Like that's, that's just it. That's, that's me as a demon. (laughs) Kevin doesn't We're even just walking t- around. Yeah, he the, doesn't the need to participate place. in the torture. He just is the torture. I am the torture. Exactly. <laughs> I like, am the torture. I would get a promotion for that. <laughs> a whole sector of the bad place is just Kevin, and people are just walking around in, the, in a box, and they're like, "Why am I here? Wow, what? What did I step on?" Kevin, it's, it's clear you can't even see it. That's the genius of it. <laughs> So I'm the, okay. I'm not a big guy, so I'd be like a badger because I'm I'm you know feisty and badgers are are dangerous. But I'd have like porcupine quills and I. So you'd shoot. be a porcupine? No, <laughs> because a badger is much more ferocious than a porcupine. So you'd be a small uh, rodent with porcupine quills. 
and fire would shoot out of my butt. So you'd be a fire porcupine. Good. <laughs> sure, whatever you want to call it. Except for, port. like, with the personality of a badger. Yeah, okay, so you'd be a fire oh. porcupine. I don't know why you don't What is this. the bat? What's what's with the badger? Yeah, I though? don't. This is what I'm saying, Jules. I don't understand where the badger comes into this at all. <laughs> to quote he's not never, let it go. To quote on, Vicky, I, you don't get it. Okay. Speaking okay. of quotes, let's do out of context quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off. Okay. Wait, can I have all my memories back again? I forgot most of them. <laughs> uh, insert me, coachman. <laughs> Uh, that that's a good one for the title, maybe. And another one. I swear, the production value at Demon Con gets better every year. <laughs> and those are my three. Oh, oh, boy. the fire guy. Right. All right. So I have. Uh, last time I was in, in the bad place, I threw a Molotov cocktail, and that was sick. <laughs> it turns out being a single father to three hundred kids is not easy, Eleanor. <laughs> and my comfort zone is like that chair. And honestly, the armrests are a little sharp. <laughs> oh, and finally, when I said throw a party, I didn't mean a pity party. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I'm going to use that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suck it, gardeners. <laughs> <laughs> it actually feels more like torture when you're trying to explain your air quotes acting process. <laughs> I'm not Welsh. I don't know. Are you? You're not, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love a movie with a gentle magic. I mean, give me a time-traveling mailbox, a mother-daughter body switch, or like Sarah Michelle Gellar as a chef who makes food and tastes amazing because she cries in it. Man, I should have been a, cre- a screenwriter. <laughs> What's up, dingus? Don't do that. That's not Derek. I went a little, a little overboard on the cheekspo- cheekbones and... What in the name of Kevin Spacey's self-made video message to try and get back into House of Cards is going on here? <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Oh, right there. boy. That's too many characters for the little scrolling liner thing. But that yeah. has been Out of Context Quotes of the Week. Kevin, tell us what happened. All right. Our heroes are in trouble because Janet's not Janet. And we've got her handcuffed to the fridge. And we use her to open beer bottles. And so uh, Jake Jordles and Michael... Uh, have gone to the bad place to try to get Janet back. And there they pose as Michael, but not Michael, and Jason, but not Jason. And they find not a girl and free her from 5,000 hours of torturous demon con and come back to the good place uh, or the medium place or the place that they've created, whatever place that is. And uh, she collapses the tunnel behind them, which is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, in the first few uh, seconds of this episode, who was fooled by Vicky being Michael? I was not. No. Not even for like two seconds? No. Yeah. I was like, oh, what is this? What's going on? And then the laugh, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't even need the laugh. It was the suit. The suit was different. It was not a Michael suit. The skin folds weren't (laughs) as smelly. No, I mean the little yeah. suit, the suit on the Michael suit. <laughs> oh, his okay. His suit was weird, I guess. Okay, I didn't look. I didn't think about that. Ugh, you should have looked. You should have thought about it. But, Bow ties wrong. But later in the episode, when they're both on stage, aren't they literally wearing the same thing? I'm gonna have to disagree. I I didn't mm. rewatch it, but I think they're wearing different suits. Michael's a little more suits. dapper. Uh, well, 
Yeah, because, I mean, if nothing else, just because of his, his own uh, bravado. Yeah, yeah. The swagger. All right, well, I was fooled for like two seconds, and then he laughed, and I was like, oh, look at that. They're using Janet because she's under their magnet power to try and gauge whether Vicky's doing a good job. And she's not, spoiler alert. She's she's <laughs> not inside Michael. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Uh, I don't know. I don't like Vicky. I'm not a fan. I've always not a fan of her acting skills. Bad. (laughs) Not good. And she doesn't have the loyalty, empathy, and love that makes all of Janet's real friends very special. So Jason speaks Glenn. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Does he though, or is it just Jason? Uh, like, Jamie, Jamie Petrowski of our uh, Maximum Derricks group is convinced that he speaks Glenn. And I'm because you know the what? answer wasn't even the answer to the question. Like it wasn't the for it didn't take the format. It was he does not speak Glenn. <laughs> Shut up, Glenn. What should we do? We'll see. He says no. Come on, man. <laughs> oh man! But all right. So so. Maybe Jason speaks Glenn, maybe he doesn't, but he does get his memories back. Oh, <laughs> And his takeaway is, dude, last time we went to the bad place, I threw a Molotov cocktail, and that was dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this it worked. Is, this is good, though. This this does mean that Chidi can get his his memories back if, he, if they want to give them back. Yes. Yeah, and then Michael has the power, and he doesn't even have to, like, touch him or anything. He's just like, here you go. And it's like, what? Whoa. Oh, dip. So I don't want to, like, try to start finding plot holes in the show. This had no plot holes. But if they can get their memories back, why is Eleanor so upset? Because Chidi is forming attachments to uh, Simone. Great. So just get his other memories back when the time comes, and you're good to go. I mean, would you like seeing the love of your life be with somebody else, even though, you know, it'll be fine in the end? Like, that still kind of sucks. But it's no, just for a year, and you know what's what's going to happen in the end. You're not thinking about this the right way. This is much okay. worse. This is more about what Chidi is going to do and feel when he gets his memories back. He was in love with Eleanor. He took his his memories and and gave them away. It's not that he lost them or they were taken away. He did this to himself. And then he is forming an attachment to Simone that is not just physical. It's emotional and physical. And he did it. it this is going to destroy him. He is going to be the one that destroys his relationship with Eleanor because he is not going to be able to get over this. Oh. Hmm. Or they could just erase the memories of the last year and put him back to where he was before. Yeah, but that's no fun. (laughs) They could. They won't. (laughs) All right. But we have no Janets right now. So we got to figure out something to do with these four humans. Um she might be getting an eye tuck. I don't know where Janet is, but that group's going to go do some gardening. Gardening. That group's going to knit, but these five get to go to a super special lake house with jet skiing and golf and lakeside views and Tahani. Suck it, gardeners. Suck it, gardeners. <laughs> That's what they like to do. Jesus. I get the feeling that is not the first time you've said that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
Derek is also holding a champagne champagne glass of Scrabble tiles. Scrabble tiles. Yep. And he it, did drink it. And he and he drank it. And he simul- simultaneously trying to hold together the neighborhood. Feeling good about that? Yeah, that went very well. I feel. <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of answered our question. Yes, that, uh, we posed before that Janet. Like, is Janet still in control? Does she, you know, can she still do it from all the way over there? And it's like, nope, we need something to keep this together. And, uh, yeah. Derek? Yeah, because for the first, like, couple of minutes when they were doing the whole scene where they were distributing everyone, I had the thought of, like, okay, so we don't need a Janet. These are autonomous. They can Mm -hmm. do things. No, hard pass. (laughs) So this, but this also goes back to Kevin's theory from last week. De- bad, we now know for sure that Bad Janet was holding things together because clearly Derek wasn't. So mm. are are they susceptible to virus or some, you know, whatever the magic version of not a robot virus is? Has she, could she possibly have contaminated these Janet babies? See, I don't even think they're complicated enough to do that. Like they they just dropped when there was no one at the wheel. They yeah. had no memory. They had no autonomy. I don't think they could be infected because I don't think there's anything there to infect. I it's it's mm. like asking if a hand puppet can get a, a virus. I don't think I don't think it can. Okay. I mean, I know it can't, but in this case, I don't think they can. So yeah. then, so and then now that you bring up bad Janet, I just thought about it. The first time I thought about it was that now that they destroyed this is going to the end, but now that they destroyed the the bad place entrance exit. We're stuck with a bad Janet there well, uh, and nope, with everybody not, coming back. We're not stuck with her. We win. We get her. We have two Janets. Two Janets. Oh, under, one good. under magnet power. Mm. So, but that brings up another question then. Ha, so when the humans drop, do they, or humans, the Janet babies, do they get rebooted like Derek does? Uh, do they come back better? How does that work? I really uh, like uh, Kevin's hand puppet. Uh, analogy because that made a lot of sense to me in the moment <laughs> and i was like oh well that yeah that's cool janet's the hand and it's like nope no hand right? just a puppet right no there. the hand the like, hand got better but the puppet did not yeah hey and then that answered tim's question <laughs> I was like, oh, right. okay cool All shout right. out to yeah. uh, kermit the, the hand fun. came back with a gold suit mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that part so tahani tahani is in charge of throwing parties at the lake house, but she's feeling like she could be more useful and wants Coachman to insert her. Ooh, I think I watched mm. that movie. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's so, not one I want yeah. to admit to publicly. Is that yeah. a, is that a bad emails, place man. flick? It's a bad place flick. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you did you guys get the you demand dog quote? Who who was she name dropping there? You demand dog? Yeah, she's like, in the words of a friend of mine who directed some movie or something, and she says, you demand dog. And I'm like, I don't get that one. I'm pretty sure that's a Sean Connery uh, line. Okay. You're the man now, dog. I don't oh, know. Oh, from Finding Forrester? Maybe. I, I don't know what it's from. It sounds but like that's... something he said in Finding Forrester. Yeah. Well, we, I'm that sure, might you know be what? it. Someone, I'm sure, is yelling at us on Facebook with the answer. Yeah. Let us know in the Facebook group. Uh, search bar. Everything is fine. Join it if you're not. And then let us know what it's from or who she name dropped there because we can't figure it out. You know what I'm, in, I'm enjoying kind of right now up. is the, my imagination of people listening in their car. Because it's like when I listen to Armchair Expert 
and oh, yeah. they were talking about uh, Janet and they were calling her a robot and I'm just yelling she's uh, to nobody I'm in the car by myself she's not a robot she's not a girl she's not a robot for like 30 seconds when they kept calling so somebody's yelling right now it's so and so in such and such a movie and why don't you know that well when you tell us we'll know it so go to the Facebook group tell us what's going on uh, meanwhile Michael is terrified of the billions of demons and the birthplace of evil while Jason is concerned about his status of his relationship with Janet. I mean, they've both got stuff to worry about, right? Right. Equal. Of course. Yes. Of course. This episode was a way different than most of them in the sense that there was a lot of like bing, bing, bing scenes. It's like, all right, we're going to go to Michael and Jason and they're going to give us a funny line. And then that <clears> scene's <throat> over. And now we're going to go back to the humans are excited to be at the lake house, except Chidi's not there, and Tahani made full-size sandwiches. And that's the end of that scene. And we find out Michael is yeah. right. Like it was- I think I think because this is like the transition episode, because they set something up with the first couple episodes. This one's the definite transition. Okay, we need this all to happen in order for us to set up the end. So this was definitely okay, point A, point B, point A, point B, whatever. Now, I think after this episode, I think it's going to be more of what we've been known to to see. And it's going to be the next step because I, I just think they needed to get this to happen. I think I we just needed to close off the bad place. We needed to get everybody back and certain things to happen. And for us to get info on certain things like, you know, Derek, whatever, rebooting himself, all that stuff, we'll get to it. But yeah, I think it's just a transition. So it was pretty different, Tim, for sure. And we also had to find out that Michael was Demon of the Barami. My God. <laughs> Love that. Oh, man. So how often do they hand that out? I can't even. Is it an annual thing? Is it a semi-annual? There's no annual. It's Barami. How? There is well, no it's annual. Everybody. Yeah. It's just everybody. I, you would hope it's everybody. <laughs> Can you imagine being the guy that it isn't? Ooh. Like it's, it's everybody but Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, is. Glenn and uh, what's his name Rufus we were roommates <laughs> oh, man. oh no oh, I loved Rufus Rufus was kind of yeah. neat <laughs> yeah Good he'll guy. be back <laughs> but we so we find out that, that Michael was demon of the Barami and you I love Ted Danson man what a he's such a good actor he is so yeah. beyond television but you feel that regret but not just the regret the fear that Am I not that person anymore? Have I moved past that? I'm here now. Is that is all this stuff going to come flooding back? Do I still have that gleeful torture, as he put it, inside me? I, man, that was uh, that was something to watch right there. But what a like what a morose scene. Like he's he's so worried about whether he's a bad person. It just speaks to how he is not that person, right? Because if he was, he wouldn't be worried about it. But but he's still himself, and so he can't see that. It's mm-hmm. just like Cheedy last week trying to draw a better horse and thinking yeah. he's a terrible person because he can't draw a good horse. It's like, no, dude, the, the, you're trying to draw a better horse. That means you're a good person. So right. the fact that Michael's thinking about it. Yeah, you're right, Kevin. It's just it goes to show he's made so much progress. Uh, Jason has not made as much progress because he just rambles on about going back to his high school, which is now in a cube in a junkyard and yeah was his high school a bus 
or the back <laughs> of a car. No, I, well, didn't he go to like elementary school in a bus and then high school was a, a boat that washed up ashore or something? I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I'm misremembering. But I don't, I don't, know, don't man. Any of those could be it. No, no. He, <laughs> All of they, those. He was definitely went to school in a bus. Kevin is definitely right about that. But okay. I seem to remember that like the shoreline moved and then there was a giant abandoned boat. <laughs> that they went to high school i i don't know but there was definitely i I don't remember yeah it was something but you know what jason probably shouldn't remember either michael thinks it's a wise idea to erase the teen years once they get out of this oh yeah uh all things weren't going if they weren't going poorly enough wanda is going all swedish chef and other people are walking around carrying chairs over their head, opening and closing picnic baskets for no apparent <laughs> reason. Um, and Chidi is still at home. All this is happening right, right outside his window, and he's up there reading a book. But who knows when he's going to get a hankerance for some froyo? So Tahani, who's also not with the four, I'm like yelling at the screen as she's leaving. Mm-hmm. Tahani, you're leaving those people alone. The what they can do whatever yeah seriously like put it together girl what what was up with tahani like what i know we haven't really had a purpose for her in a long time but you know we really she really showed her like you know her need for purpose in this episode and it's like just it's fine you don't have to like i know you want to help but I don't know. Well, I she's got to turn her insecurities someplace new because she had that whole thing with her sister. And now, yeah. you know, through last year, she kind of got over that. But now it's like Eleanor's her sister. She's running the neighborhood. And she's like, why can't uh, I do this stuff? Yeah. I, I felt like we had some sort of like evil villain turning point for, for um, Tahani this episode because I couldn't understand her motivation for not going back to the party when she said she was going to and then telling Derek to kill himself. And then Uh when he did, her reaction was just to go to Eleanor and be like, I did a thing. I'm so sorry. Like that was, that was almost sociopathic. Yeah. It just, it didn't fit the tone of this episode to me. So if she does turn and she is, gonna be the downfall of everybody kevin called it this episode <laughs> sign it back <laughs> we we called it for sure because anything can happen but yes she was a little off and uh we don't really know what what she's doing like like tim said yeah she she kind of put uh eleanor in the position of her sister even though it's all reconciled now but she's like no like you're doing all these things why i can do all these things let me try and and you know and she's not succeeding at all and she doesn't really have a purpose so i don't know it, it just felt really weird and i was just like man i really like you i want to like you but you're kind of being a poop right now she's being a butthole she's <laughs> being a, yep. a poop so she's messing stuff up eleanor knows how to fix it she tells chidi that there's a puzzle to solve in that space and the answers are all in that space. And every time Eleanor gets Chidi occupied, Tahani gets it, makes it worse. And the answer to the meaning of life will be in there. And this. And no, just go. Go back to yeah. the lake house. I got this. Tahani is the worst. Although that is my personal uh, good place is just being stuck in an escape room. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, you seem really happy. Yeah, Kevin, you would not be in the good place. 
You would not be in an escape room. You'd be at Demon Con, Con, Con. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm aware of that. I they went to Demon Con and all I thought was this Kevin would go nuts at Demon Con. This is his <laughs> Oh man. This is Kevin's I, thing. I'd show up in cosplay. Yes. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> A Lego. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you were the invisible Lego and then you'd go as cosplay of a real Lego. It's like, oh yeah. he'd paint himself. <laughs> It's him. <laughs> right? I got I got like numbers on my face. It's like my favorite player, six six six, yay. And so be like, oh hey George. And you'd be like, guess what? It's Kevin. Oh Kevin, you're so uh, funny. You always do well, the was, best cosplay. In, in a quick aside, I I've got cosplay on the brain because all I could think while I was grocery shopping today was all these grown men cosplaying as their favorite sports team player. Uh as I was fighting for these people who who were buying last minute dip. For their uh, Patriots mm. game today. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, they're all wearing their jerseys and they're all excited. And it's just like, this is cosplay for jocks. It is. Sure. As you should have just told them. Great a- cosplay. Coming from the guy who was dressed as Grandma Wolf last night and the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man this evening. And you I knocked both of those co- uh, costumes out of the park. Thank you very much. Pictures, pictures of... Kevin as Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and Tim as the 1980s douchebag uh, stock person, broker, thank you, uh, will be posted on Facebook later on. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way. I'm ready. That's not Derek. My body was ready. (laughs) (laughs) That's not Derek. We should reboot him. Genius idea by Tahani to get Oof. the Janet babies to just be. Wait, boring. I should be Derek for Halloween. <gasps> no. With the martini glass full of everything. You should definitely be Derek. Everybody you should, should be, be Derek. That'd be cool. <laughs> okay. I have to say one of my favorite things on Instagram over the last few days has been watching celebrities sharing on their stories. Uh, people's instagram pictures of them being them so like Mm -hmm. amy fumero had everybody as jake and amy like there was so many great jake and amy costumes out there from brooklyn 99 and uh somebody had uh people being Derek and uh some parks and rec people it was very cool i love watching that wow so sean introduces torture 2.0 because butthole spiders get bored (laughs) that's bad i mean yeah Mm -mm. Not only do the humans get used to it, but the spiders get bored, which is even worse. Uh, Michael's Michael's plan is actually kind of genius. So he's introducing tor- Torture 2.0. Michael and Jason are around the corner checking out the whole thing. There's 7,000 slides to come, but he's like, hey, everybody, I'm Vicky in a Michael suit. And Sean believes it. And it's like, look what I got. Here's Glenn as a Jason. Yeah, because stupid people play stupid people. And it's working. <laughs> And it really looks like it's going to work because he says, hey, we're just going to go torture Janet. And that's when Michael has the better idea to bring Janet out there. And that's when the plan is not so good, except for that really wasn't part of uh, Michael's plan, which is very reassuring to Jason. Because Jason was more worried about whether Michael's plan was good or bad than whether things were actually going well or poorly. <laughs> oh, I thought you would have planned this bad idea. Okay, okay. That's fine now. We're good. Uh, so there was, uh, this was a weird episode. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of little bing, 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 bing. But watching 
crazy Derek try to kill himself was worth the price <laughs> that of was, admission. That was the best part of the episode. Oh, that was the man. best thing I've seen in a very long time. Oh, oh, I just have to sort of sneak up on it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Just no. leave him. I'm sure he's done it. He did it like 30 times by himself. <laughs> just it's just him being Derek. And then they're like, okay, give us another one. It's like, okay. And then he tried so many different things. I want to see all of those as well. Right? The outtakes, the outtakes are going to be so him good. trying to kill himself. No, <laughs> don't kill me. You don't do it. <laughs> Derek. So oh, I also missed the part earlier in the episode where he called Bad Janet his oh. naughty hot aunt sister. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is a great Mansukis episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tahani's mess up gives Eleanor a chance to do a trust exercise with Chidi. And Chidi totally agrees because of what I've now defined uh, memory echoes. That okay. look that he gave her, like, I do completely trust you. It was another line of evidence for my theory that deep inside Chidi still has the old Chidi feelings. He doesn't know why, but he looks at Eleanor and he goes, I do completely trust you. It's not just yeah. this God thing. There's, it's I just but do. She's God thing, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, but it's. T- Tim has, I think it's like 10% chance that, well, I don't know, 25% chance that it's this memory echo that Tim made. Yes. And 75 plus that. You would look at God that way. You would trust a God. But it's looking at you. It's the way that's very pretty. It's the way he he acts it. It it was a surprise. Like I do trust you. Like I know that I do. Yeah, you're right. And I'm kind of surprised by it. I mean, he doesn't even trust himself. Right. He doesn't trust the damn chair that he's sitting in. It's true. Uh, Operation Janet Torture commences with Jason giving a great apology, and Janet catches on so quick. I love it. They got that. Uh-huh. They have that connection uh-huh. going back and forth. Mm-hmm. She's like, not a girl. I know what's going on. Oh, this is terrible, guys. So terrible. Why are you doing to this to me? And things, once again, are going really well until crazy Vicky comes in. Freaking hate Vicky. She came in early on the presentation as well, so I hate her for that. <laughs> he had like 7,000 slides. She was not supposed to come in that early. Mm-mm. Messing up Demon Con. Jeez. Demon Con 2019. 2019? Well, we don't know if it's 2019. It's it's uh, Barami. Barami. Oh, true. De- pop, Demon, pop. Demon Con Barami. <laughs> Derek comes back, and now he's in an upgraded gold tux with a chalice to match. <laughs> and a thumbs up. <laughs> Uh-huh. But Tahani <laughs> is killing unicorns or oh, horses God. in the oh, head no. with knives. That's knives. the first thing that comes in your head. Oh, it's, it's just a, it just killed a unicorn. What? It's it's the only thing that came to her head because she's an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> we're we're now starting to understand why her and Jason have had so many connected scenes. Tahani is definitely dumber than we've been giving her credit for. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and again, like I don't know what to do with her. What what should we do with her? She's good at throwing parties. She made that very apparent. Yes. That, so that's her one thing that she does well. So until we have dropping. time to to flesh it all out, just stick with what you know. In the mm-hmm. crunch time, 
let's let's stick with what you know. So get back to, to party throwing time. Nope. <laughs> Killing unicorns. But what in the name of Kevin Spacey's self-made video message to try and get back in a house of cards is going on here? We've got two Michaels. We don't know which one's Vicky. We've got a maybe fake uh, Jason. We've got Janet here with the, what, what what's going on. Good thing Jason trusts his instincts because the only solution is to blow it up, y'all. Splat! You, I mean, how many of us thought he was going to pull out a Molotov? I'm going <laughs> to say me. I'm, I thought I, he was going to go Molotov. I still can't believe he didn't. He no. he's he has a the idea of a Molotov. I, I might not have said cocktail. I mean, really. <laughs> That's character development right there. Well, so Boom. so this is we got we're getting a glimpse here that Tahani is definitely dumber than we thought, but Jason continually proves to be smarter than he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes to crunch time, Jason stays in his lane. He does the things that he knows, and they freaking work. All the yeah. time. All the time. I don't know how, but yes. And and watching the goo get onto Sean's face. <laughs> oh. So good. Uh, wait, so are boy demons blue and girl demons pink? Is that what we took away from this episode? <laughs> Very possible. Yeah. We, we have no gender neutral demons yet. I think they're just demon. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> All right. So we got two splats. People are, are blowing up. Michael confesses that he what he really knows about humans. And you know what? Kind of like an evangelical preacher, he is getting people on his side right there. Like, mm-hmm. those demons might be converting. You could see some looks glanced back and forth. But not only that, when they busted out of there, he got the rapturous applause. And the fire guy was like, dude, I love Demon Con. It's so awesome. Right. Uh, I mean, how many of them do, do you think think that was planned like that was just a whole show oh yeah they all think that that was part of it it, it, they get a bigger budget every year they're like production value man this michael character came out and he's the one we hate and then they just left and oh man they splatted that guy ah so good so good demon con tickets are going to be so expensive next year it's going to be so tough to (laughs) get bear me oh man Uh, you're going to be sitting on that computer just clicking 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 i missed out on tickets so they get back to the house they made it through the maze of reawakening janet babies and they're all back safe and Eleanor is so glad about the experience they've had. And then Chidi kisses Simone right in her face. And it's not very fun for her. Painful. Yep. And Tahani is still feeling really insecure about her role in the project. And this is a part where I love because Eleanor takes on the Michael role. Yeah. When Michael gives his pep talks to Eleanor and makes Eleanor feel assured about who she is and why her flaws are important and her strengths are important and they all make her Eleanor and why that Eleanor is the perfect person to be in the situation she's in, Eleanor does that exact same thing for Tahani. And it is beautiful and wonderful and mm-hmm. reminds her that those four dodos in that house are the most important people in the universe right now. So the fact that you were trusted with them in any capacity, even if it is just to throw a party, is saying something. And we'll teach you to weld later. If that's what you want to do, 
I just love the idea of her becoming a welder. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think like when this when this finale does come and they win and everything's good in the universe cut forward four years Tahani just flips up her mask and it's has got a blowtorch in her hand and she's just making I don't know thousand a miles mess. of pipe or something like that uh, it's, it'd just be awesome the other group gets out of the bad place they're on the train pushing thingy and Janet blows up the, the train track entrance and exit from the bad place so conceivably that solves that problem and they're not going to follow them. And she and Michael just, and Jason just kind of put a nice little bow in this episode. Foles. <laughs> yeah. There's no he better got a Super Bowl. Yay. Yeah. Except for he just broke his clavicle for Emulon. Oh, what just <laughs> happened? I, so, so they're, they're rolling away. Right. And Janet's like, oh, I'm so glad to see you guys. And you did such a wonderful job. And Jason's like, oh, I missed you. And Michael's like, this is so great. And and we find out that Foles is on the team and they're going to win a Super Bowl. And I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? Are the train tracks going to collapse and they're going to fall into the earth? Are they going to get beamed up You know, into the sky? Is a portal to the judges' chambers going to open up in the tracks and they're just going to roll right through and they're just standing in front of Judge Jen because they broke some sort of rule? But guys nothing happened right nope why yeah i mean that's that what i said earlier is how i how i thought about it like yeah this is the transition episode that was the first arc of this season and then you know we have a whole lot more left so i think this next episode they're going into whatever their next challenge is going to be uh knowing everything that we've already gone through so we had to get the the bad place getting closed off we had to get the good janet back we had to have a bad janet for some reason so we're going to use her probably and we had to know that derek is brand new (laughs) he can kill himself and that he can take control over people you know the whole world if he needs to so i think we got through all these episodes to know those core things probably and some more but you know I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a bunch of stuff happened, but it's definitely the first episode where there wasn't some big event at the end. So it's uh, the most unique episode of the show yet. I mean, Kevin said three, four weeks back that, you know, really not a scene is wasted. There's no filler. And I don't want to call this a filler episode, but it was really a tying up loose ends episode more than anything else. So that was. Yes, sort of. I I think this didn't have the big you know, reveal at the end because this was basically everything is now in place for the next step. Jules was saying that earlier. Yeah. I think that we're just, you know, tying it up, putting a bow on it and, and this is done and next week is going to be a shit show. So the only kind of lingering question I have is where's Glenn? Yeah. I don't know if we brought him back or if we left him there. I I couldn't tell. I didn't, I forgot to look at the cart. Yeah. I just thought about it. I'm like, Hmm, there is one question. Where's Glenn? Where's the bucket of goo? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I feel in this this next one, they're going to do a huge time jump as well. They've done a bunch of those before. And I can see them just doing in the beginning. Okay, this is a couple months down. They're doing either really well. Mm. They're not doing really well or something's going to happen. But I feel a time jump is coming. 
That's because we've we've tied up everything for right now. Potentially, that's, yeah. That's a good point, Jules. I I can definitely see that the start of next episode. All right, you guys got anything else? No, nothing else. Um, Ted Danson got arrested. We didn't talk about it. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. And he's we pretty talked cool. about it. We said yeah. we okay. did. And he's smiling so gleefully. I love it. And it's beautiful. It's the so, best. So happy to be arrested. And Darcy Carden wants 500 shirts with that picture on him. So, boy, guys, this has been Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We thank you for joining us. If you like this episode and have loved our episodes and for some reason you haven't been to the Facebook discussion group yet, get over there. We reference the Maximum Derricks all the time during the episode because we love chatting with them and it's just a fun group of people. So go to Facebook, search Everything is Fine. You will find us. You can also go to Instagram at Everything is Fine podcast all other social medias you can search at nerdy things pod because we are part of nerdy things pod productions and you can go to www.nerdythingspod.com but as always we thank you so much and have a great rest of your week thanks everyone bye bye Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground.